3: Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined in the Zoom studio with cool producer Joel. Hey Mark, how's it going? How's it going? Producer Joel, you all right?
4: I'm good, how are you? Uh,
3: Well, I'm all right Joel, you know, I saw you very recently. Was it yesterday?
4: Uh, it was yesterday. It was yesterday, yeah, it we was. We had a lovely yeah. coffee
3: in Stratford, didn't we? That was nice, wasn't it? So we've had a little catch-up. Um, has anything happened since then? Um, I had an omelette. Oh, did you? Yeah. Do you want to know something, Joel, an exclusive?
4: You've never had an omelette?
3: I've never had an omelette. Wow. Not in my I life. Would
4: thought, I would have thought in your heyday of gym going muscle building, you'd have been all about, you know just eating egg white omelettes or something
3: well i didn't like eggs until sort of Yesterday. quite recent <laughs> so yeah no yeah maybe i should try an omelette favorite... but it, you... to, to me it just looks a bit boring
4: well that's why you put peppers spinach chili mushrooms in there oh, dear. it's a good vehicle for veg <laughs> welcome to vehicles for veg <laughs> what's the... <laughs> the vehicles for veg
3: Come, that's quite good isn't yeah, it? yeah i like it yeah. um what other vehicles are there for veg, Joe? Will it just be limited no, to the omelette?
4: I only eat omelettes three times a day, so I will. I'll be limited. But you I, eat omelettes uh, three no. times a day. Of course, I don't mind. Oh, okay. I actually quite rarely have an omelette, but there were eggs that needed eating. Um, I would. Say, there's loads of great vehicles for veg. <laughs> vehicles for veg. I, love, I just love that.
5: It's <laughs> like a chili. Welcome oh, back. I had so a,
4: vehicles for veg. I had a chili on Sunday. What a vehicle for veg that is. You can put aubergine, you can put carrot, you can put onion, mushroom, pepper in there. You've been listening you? to Ab-
3: Vehicles for Veg.
4: And before you know it, guys, you've eaten five <laughs> fruit and vegetables right there in your chili. Oh, I'm loving this. Tune in next week <laughs> to Vehicles for Veg. <laughs> Great stuff. Well, I didn't
3: think we'd get as much out of that as we did. Good, good, solid no, content, that, go. Joe. Good, solid content. Um I've j I've, I've, I've been on the road, Joe. I've been on the yeah. I've been on that goddamn road. Last time I spoke to you, where, where where was I last time I spoke to you? Was I in Edinburgh? I was. Was you I were in Edinburgh? Yeah, yeah. Was that actually in Edinburgh? Yeah, you were. Actually, that feels in like Edinburgh, ages yeah. ago now. It's only a mm. week. Great. Well, looking forward to next year, Joel. That's all I'm saying. Oh, me too. And uh, Danny Ward. Uh, Danny Ward is this week's guest. Normally, I ask you that, but that's uh, that just came out, so it's there it now. Enough. It's there. It felt natural. Everyone felt knows natural. his name was on the thing when they clicked it. Mm. Um, and we we talk about. His prep for Edinburgh in the uh, in the main episode uh, this week. Um, also, there's the uh, there's, there's going to be a Patreon e- extra episode with Danny, uh, which will feature. I, I asked him about the first jokes he ever wrote, the first mm-hmm. routines, and he had has a little story about how he had to jump quite quick to a 20 minute set. Oh wow! When he started, and he talks about the jokes that he, he used to cram in that set just to so he had something. Uh, yeah. So that's over on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash jokes for Mark, which will be alongside uh, 361 jokes, five at a time. Last week's episode was one of those, uh, you know, on the main feed. It's a, a bonus one, and uh, people seem to like it, so that's good. Um, so mm. if you want more of that, head over to the Patreon. Um, I mean, this is, I've, I've make, this is, I'm making this quite quick, Joel, but normally we've. I we've, know, we've, you, you seem like in a mad rush. I'm not in a mad rush, Joel, but I was just i couldn't think it sort of feels like I, the honestly, last podcast
4: you can do before a SWAT team breaks into your house
3: <laughs> that's that that is genuinely the, a repetitive dream i always have joel is in this house is people coming? in it's either like a SWAT team or it's like dinosaurs or something it's like one or the other um interesting you say that uh i think i had one last night similar
4: speaking of breaking in yeah this morning, this is a little tangent for you, but we've got time time to yeah, burn. Yeah, of course this we have. We've done it. Sorry, Joe. It's
3: just because I saw you the other day. My natural thing of wanting to know what you've been up to. I mean, a bit. Let's be fair. All you you had was you had an omelette. <laughs> like,
4: yeah, but bloody out. Uh, what? And we got some minutes out of that omelette. Let me tell what, you if what a exci- vehicle if I, that was. If I had an exciting life, these intros would be about an hour long. That's true. Um, uh, yes, yeah, on the subject of people breaking into your flat and stuff. Um, my girlfriend's gone to the office today, mm-hmm. um, her office. We don't have like a shared office, her workplace. Yeah, um, and I didn't hear from her. And then this morning, at maybe like ten, she just texted me three words: "Lock the door." <laughs> it's the most, terri- <laughs> it's the most It's like the most terrifying message I've ever seen. I, I, I was on a, I, I was on a recording for another podcast, and I got up and ran to the door. <laughs> and i locked the door and i put the chain across i was like terror i was really terrified Genuinely. and because yeah i don't i don't have facebook anymore and she's on facebook and I like where we live that residency they're really active and my immediate thought was there's just a bloke walking around with an axe there's got to be a bloke walking around with an axe she said lock the door and everything
3: you know everyone's on tender hooks at the moment aren't they with everything
4: yeah i i i'm not i'm not that i don't that's not an immediate concern for me i think it's more sort of bike thieves but um <laughs> uh i she, yeah lock the door and i was panicked so i ran to the door locked the door and i was just staring at the peephole for a little while um and then she just texts sort of a bit later on just saying oh, i think i forgot to <laughs> great lock why the don't you send a message yeah, it's such a mad that was it just three words it's terrifying isn't it <laughs> wow
3: that's so yeah. funny someone's coming someone's yeah. coming He's, he's I think it's the scariest in. message. You can, I think it's a scary... Imagine you saw that 20 <laughs> minutes
4: later than she sent it. <sighs> so There'd be someone in my flat. It'd be really... I mean, I live in a one-bed flat. Where would someone hide? That's true. That's true. You'd hear the yeah. door. You've got quite a loud door. I you've have, got headphones on when you're doing your podcast, so... Shit. Well, don't reveal too much about... No. What if there's an axe murderer listening to this? He knows what? I've got an unlocked door who's and that? I can't who's hear who's that it. Who's
3: in the little cupboard behind you?
4: There is a cupboard <laughs> oh, open and it looks like what could be an yeah, arm that, just that hanging quite out. That is scary. Yeah. Even though I know it's not, that's going to put me off for
3: the rest of this record. That's funny. That's a, I Tell you what, that's a fun game to play. Just message random people in your room your Lock the, top. Lock the door, no matter where they are. Like someone's in the cubicle or <laughs> the panic.
4: <laughs> well that is that is good isn't it. There you go. A bit of fun. Brilliant.
3: Okay, well we've got a cracking episode for you. So let's just get straight in it with a friend of the show returning, I was going to say returning customer. He's not a customer. Returning guest. No. It's Mr yes. Danny Ward. <laughs> So we had a little chat the other day about you sort of working on new bits going towards Edinburgh next year. Have you have you tried any stuff out lately that hasn't worked? Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a trick answer or trick question, is it? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you, you is... did a gig last night. You did. You compare. Did you chuck any new stuff in that one?
6: Yeah. So I'd, maybe this is a quite a good story. Well, not that good a story. I'll tell the story, will I, Mark? I, it's this is Tuesday night. I, I've just come out of my shower. I've got, as you well know, three or four slices of pizza left over that I'm just about to sit down. Oh, lovely. Heat up, and I'm going to watch um, Married at First Sight. <laughs> Check my email. It's from Up the Creek, and in Greenwich. Call me up. Emergency. Can anyone come down and MC in thirty minutes? It's like Banana Man, call to action. I was like, I'll be there in 20. (laughs) Get an Uber down, get into the club, walk straight on stage with me, you know, just to MC, do me 10 minutes, come off. And then someone says to me, you see that guy back there? I said, yeah, in the audience, he's the booker for Live at the Apollo. (laughs) So it was one of those where, you know, I, I had no idea. And I did throw in a new piece that had done nicely
3: on the Friday. Okay. But didn't really land last night. It's annoying that, isn't it, when that happens? Do you think that's because you're opening the show with it and the audience aren't warm, whereas on the Friday, did was that the same or did you... Well, I was doing a 20 on stunt on Friday, so I guess yeah. that had
6: been an MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you know, it was, a, it was a quieter show back after the bank holiday, et cetera, mm. et cetera. There's a different sort of buzz in a place, isn't there, from a, from a Friday night to uh, a Tuesday oh, yeah, after yeah, bank holiday.
5: Course.
6: You know? So what was this new bit? So, you know, this is the piece about how by sort of, um, my metric, I'm exactly 50% through my life. Um, oh yeah. But 42, yeah.
3: Um, sort of
6: average life expectancy. And why is battery. that
3: how, oh yeah, so, so cause yeah. your uncle. Yeah, my uncle did die, right, so. Double so your, half, your age. Half, half of age,
6: so yeah. I'm 50% through by that metric. And I thought, well, that's fine until you think about, on the iPhone, Yeah. if you look and you've only got 50% battery, that don't feel good at all does it and you wouldn't like to leave the house and if that dropped to like 49 percent, there's no way you wouldn't recharge that
3: yeah I like the idea that you wouldn't wouldn't leave the house just put it in that perspective yeah you wouldn't would you you wouldn't go on a long trip anywhere and I and and the idea and then we were discussing this weren't we
6: that the idea is is that with an iPhone you can of course you can recharge the battery but as life, you can't recharge yeah. it. There's nothing to stop that, that depletion. And I think it was an idea I had, and I just sort of, blurt, I sort of just set it out as a sort of a passing thought on Friday. Do, whereas do, on Tuesday, do, I tried doing it as an actual piece, and it's a bit oh. different, you know what I mean? Okay. Almost like a throwaway. You know when you throw something away a bit, like, oh, 50%, well, you wouldn't go out with a battery 50%, would you? And you just sort of move on, and then let people laugh. And you go, oh, all right, there's something in that. Right. And then you, then you sort of say it as a bit, Mm. And almost that's, you know, when you don't, when you do that, that
3: can alter the. Yeah. Can you remember what that came off of on the Friday? Like, what, what sparked that sort of. It was my birthday. I. Oh. It was my so on, you were set, the... on
6: stage. Yeah. And at what part, of, part of the set?
4: Audience,
6: part I told the... It was my birthday, right? So mm. it's my second birthday today. And I thought there might be someone who just goes, woo, or yeah, or around, there was nothing. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, right. Okay. Nice one. You know. <laughs> I um, mean I guess at forty-two, did I'm halfway through. Which right. is you know, fine. And then actually until you think about, well, you look at an iPhone batteries at fifty
3: percent, you don't want to leave the house. Yeah. So do, th- the so do you think do you think because because you were reacting to their reaction that gave it an extra oomph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it it was so clear to them that it was just something that just occurred to you. Because yeah, if they had, happened. if they'd have cheered, you probably wouldn't have been as negative yeah. off the back of it. Yeah. Interesting. And what part of the set was that? Well, that was in probably about three or four minutes in. Oh, so early on in the set. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I do think it's got legs though as a piece. So then how did you go into it when you were, because you could just every single gig say it's your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but but do that do that trick where you're like, if you because if you go... It's my birthday. Everyone will cheer. But you could go, it's my birthday today. Mm. And so that it they, they doesn't invite a cheer. Yeah, actually, and, that's right. I could have invited a cheer. If I'd gone, it's my birthday today, they would have
6: cheered. So imagine I've, you become I've, the birthday guy. Pavlova's dog again, isn't it? If, if, <laughs> if I had gone it, said it like that, it would have got a cheer. Because I find now, because, you know, here's another thing. Remember, I had that line uh, where, we, where I was going to go on the Zooms calls. Where yeah. I go, it's me, Danny Ward. When you want a Richard Bacon, but the budget doesn't allow. Yeah, Which, again, is a line that a friend of mine sort of wrote for something, and I I used it, and on Zoom it was working. Yeah. Remember, then I did it live, and I went, it's me, Danny Ward, for when you want a Richard Bacon, but the budget doesn't allow. And it did nothing, did it? (laughs) So what I started doing instead was going on stage and going, it's me, Danny Ward! And then people just cheered. <laughs> that's how I, start like, you know, I go, it's me, Danny Ward. And it's up, uh, you know, people just, just go, hey.
3: Like, yes. They're like, oh, um, this must be someone we should know. Yeah. And then, you then convince I thought, this them. A, you convince them. You could convince them. them. And, and <laughs> so the way I got
6: into it last night is that I basically told a truth and a lie about the weekend. The first thing I said is, oh, I was at a wedding this weekend, which, of course, I I wasn't. I've not been at a wedding for years, but it's the odds and sods table line, which I do. You know, I say, I was on the odds and sods table. Everyone on it's one or two unanswered emails away from never seeing the bride and groom ever again. Yes. So that was the line. But then I said, oh, and also, it was my... And I thought, oh, I'll ping it in here. It was my
3: birthday. Okay. And and two. And what was the reaction to you saying it was your birthday? Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think anyone particularly But yeah. so did you react to that the same as you did the time before? Yeah,
6: quite. Well, this is why we should be filming everything, Mark. But to be fair, <laughs> I was literally out of that Uber and on stage yeah. within sixty seconds. So
3: Yeah. But did that but the thing is the way you did you add anything to the bit to make it feel more like a bit? No, no, I don't think so. But also at the same time it's Also not... it's a weird little you're opening a gig that's got only got twenty people in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. So you I mean, died, I, mean you, only, I know you won't, but you can't judge that bit by it, that they're not laughing there. No, sure. And
6: that's the thing about new material, isn't it? Is mm. that it is where do you do it? If you, sque- if you knock it in in the middle of a, of, a, of a proper 20 set where it's really busy and it's, you know, blah, 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 you can lose faith in something depending on where you mm. perform it. Or if you're, like I you said, you know, the audience is totally cold at that point. Yeah, they're not going to necessarily go for something as much as they are once they're warmed up.
3: Obviously, that's the purpose of emceeing, right? Which I guess is why you just have to do it a lot. Even if it's something that's not hitting how you want it, you just need to try it everywhere and make little tweaks and film everything, Danny. Yeah. God damn, get that camera going. Because I'm doing all this new stuff,
6: and I know this is, I know you're not, this is a podcast, but look, I, I, this, I, when you said we we're going to be talking about new oh material, this is my, this is my box of, 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 of books for over the age. Oh wow! It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's hundreds of books in it, Mark. And I was going through it just now before right. we started, and, I, and
3: really interesting. Did interested you, did you find anything that sort of you read interested well, you?
6: Yes, and and this is actually really useful yeah. exercise because you know I'm trying to retool the set at the moment. I thought, why do I need to write new material when I can go back and scrape some, you know, mould off some old stuff that never saw the light of day. Well, no, so old I just,
3: ideas, I, old good ideas, are still good ideas, but now you have just got the, the tools to put them together. Because this is the thing, right? I, I looked at some of these books
6: before we started, and um, uh, they were really not not good. But almost like the later on, the the, the more recent they were, the better they were, right? I think yeah. in some ways.
3: And this one, it says it says the, but Is that I, is that I, in execution of the like writing of the piece, or in the idea of the piece? Because that just tells me that you're getting better at knowing how to write something. Whereas the old ideas, are the old ideas terrible? Or are they, because there's also the thing that you get a better instinct with an idea. So your ideas become higher hit rate because you know what will work and what won't. And as soon as, if you know something won't work, you won't even write it down, will you? I think also what it was in the old days, right? When you're trying to
6: do this professionally, you get a 20-minute set and you ain't gonna f with it too much because mm. every time you go and do that so you've got to be smashing it yeah because
3: you want rebooking
6: you want me booking right as we go through and the years c- go on and you sort of find your maybe not in that quite niche but you find the clubs that you're going to play and i'm not saying you lose the taste to wanting to smash it but perhaps you know you loosen up the structure so there's more willingness to, to try new to try new pieces maybe mm. so the things from the early days just would never really perhaps develop that much. yeah. As You know, uh, except for Edinburgh shows. And I saw some stuff here, I was like, oh, I used to do that on the Edinburgh show. I got a couple of examples of those here for you. So you would have done it in Edinburgh and then just been like, I don't and think it quite worked in the club set. Yeah, one of those things. And this is when I did that that that, that atrocious show. I mean, you know, I'll put our cards I, on the
3: table. Okay, you're going to put your cards on the table, but I'm going to disagree with you because the show you think was atrocious, I always liked. Yeah. But, the, but but the reason it was atrocious because your mind wasn't in the game. I don't think it had anything to do with the show. Yeah, the wheels fell off it once we got
6: to Edinburgh because it, you know all what?
3: Edinburgh. I, it was good.
6: It was all right. Mark. I hated the room we were in in Edinburgh. Yeah. So we are talking about pieces from the old days, etc. And we we're talking about that show I did in Edinburgh that I didn't like because I I just I just couldn't get on board with the room. And mm. you know that's to my that's to, hundred percent my mistake because you were partly i think it was the fact that before me you were on and
3: you were jam-packing that son gun every day weirdly my favorite room i've ever had yeah, i know i know even you, though it was in a crack den genu- yeah. a genuine crack den oh my good god it was just yeah. it was just set up perfect for one line there a comedy yeah. just the way that the laugh spread it was well yeah. it, you
6: just and then you know so i had to um, there was noise bleed from next door. So if the show wasn't going well and you could hear people laughing next door, I mean, that is the killer comedy. When you could hear people having more fun elsewhere, you'd you finish, right? And the, I remember the the, the heat, the, the wave, the, the heat that used to hit me when you opened your door at the end and people came out. Oh, loving. Yeah. That was when I kidnapped. Do you remember I threatened to kidnap someone from the BBC on that show?
3: <laughs> no. Oh, someone came,
6: oh, tell me what that okay. was. Well, that's because I was doing that thing where I had my my security jacket, where I would get someone up on stage, and I'd say, "Come at me," and then I'd
3: put talcum in their oh, eyes. I lo- oh, I would, mate, I loved that show.
6: Then I then I'd cable tie their wrists together. Yeah, and then I asked this bloke, yeah, you know, I said, "What?" You, and it turned out he was some he was a producer from the BBC. So then I got his phone out of his pocket <laughs> and rang the BBC switchboard and said, "I've kid," <laughs> I said, <laughs> I, said <laughs> "I said, um, I, God, this, this sounds like." Sounds like a dream, but I think it definitely happened. I yes, said, I remember I, you telling me about it. Could I parlay this kidnapping into um, replacing um, Ken Bruce on Radio Two? <laughs> Honestly, I properly lost my mind <laughs> anyway. That,
3: that was show. such a funny piece at the end where you just did a self-defence thing. That was oh, it was great, man. Yeah,
6: I, do you know what it was? It was it was it was um,
3: you've was had some it? really funny, weird. It was like, avant garde. It was off, off centre. Cause you had the other piece. That wasn't the same show where you got a bad back, so you constructed this put, this way to Sock-a-tron. put your sock. Yeah, the sock was it? Sockatron, Sockatron two thousand. <laughs> that was it. You had this whole piece of just this construction. The- so you didn't have to bend over to put your socks yeah, on. That's right,
6: put I mean, socks on. But by the way, I might actually remake that because it it really worked. Yeah. yeah. With my back the state is in at the moment, <laughs> I have to wear crocs now, Mark. In the oh morning, like, until, um, until my back loosens up enough to put my socks on. I ain't good. There oh, here's he a goes. joke about. I used to say. I used to say that um, Crocs were shoes for people who couldn't be trusted with shoes, and that Nando's was a restaurant for people who've never been to a restaurant. And the <laughs> other day, I went to Nando's wearing Crocs, so things <laughs> do change. <laughs> anyway, um, so I do do these avant-garde things in Edinburgh. And yeah. Then, they don't sort of get much attention. And do you know what I do? I drive myself back to the middle. I drive myself back to the middle. It's it's interesting, isn't it? What do you mean you drive yourself back to the well, middle? Back to the middle ground, you know. So Less risk. More sort
3: of meat and two veg. Yeah, yeah. But you couldn't do that stuff in a set, could you? So, no, I doubt it. So when you leave Edinburgh, you've got to go backwards yeah, to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then You can't, you you can't, you can't say it takes Soccer Tron 2000 onto no. a, the comedy store. No, no, no. no. And
6: that's the huh? comedy store. Well, Yeah. There's there's another, there's another little bump in the road there before what about what I'm taking onto the stage of the comedy store. I've got to get myself onto the stage of the comedy store anyway. But you have these intentions when you do Edinburgh, if you come up with all this stuff Mm. and then you think, great, I'll retool my 20, my 20 minute set in the clubs. And then you get back to the clubs and you realise it's not the same thing. And then you just fall back into those old habits of things, you know, work. Yeah. Uh, You know, because there are obviously two very different types of performance. So have you got some bits down there that... Yeah, I've got some bits. So the one thing I did at that show that I didn't enjoy was the thing about uh, vanilla ice cream, that the flavour can come from castorium, which is found in the castor sacs of beavers. And castor sacs are um, basically next to the anal gland. Oh. So my joke was always, how did anyone ever find that out? Yeah. (laughs) And I would act out someone, you know, chasing after a beaver... Grabbing it, sticking their finger, you know, into the space next to the anal gland, pulling it out and going. Oi. Vanillary.
3: <laughs> so, is that actually a true fact? That's yeah. where it comes from. Because that to me, i will questioning that the whole time. I've got a few pieces about
6: ingredients in food.
3: Um,
6: uh, yeah. So, yeah. Bread can, bread can contain a protein that comes from human hair from barbershops in Asia. Chicken nuggets- Hang on, contain- go back, go back, go back. How's that How, How's that a thing? What do you mean it can? Uh, it, it contains a protein that comes from human hair from barbershops in Asia. So- It helps to increase the shelf life. So, why, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, get this one. Chicken nuggets can contain a chemical found in breast implants. They're used as an anti-foaming agent.
3: Yeah. Mm. How do I mean? How do people? How do you say? How do people find this out? Like, how did you find it out? Well, go- I think I googled crazy things about food. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, did you that. just list these in a bit?
6: Um, yeah. Well, I think what happened is, is um, I, I think I, I, I think I just focused in on the um, the, the castor sac. You know, because that's the funnier thing of because you got the, the image
3: of someone actually discovering that.
6: Yeah, that's right. And I acted out the discovery, right? Because mm. it came specifically from the mature North American beaver <laughs> in particular, <right? laughs> So yeah, there's a lot of things going on there, isn't there? It's a beaver. It's mature. It's from a particular place and you're sticking your finger up. It's, you know, castor yeah. sack.
3: <laughs> castor sack.
6: Castor sacks are fairly, yeah. yeah sort so of- do you think you ever tried that in clubs? No. But what I'm thinking now is, Mark, is that having off the back of this is that I've got about 45 books of these. And there must mm. be some pieces I can, you know, whip together Yeah. Uh, with you know my 50% battery bit. But... I used to do a great bit about a car key. Yeah. Do you remember when I, 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 um, I lost my car key for the T-Reg Polo and to get a replacement was £150? Yes. Right? Yeah, and I said, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't even open the boot. <laughs> so I've got an ornamental boot and i said uh, that yeah i went on (laughs) buy dot car.com and they'd only offer me 180 for the car right so i used to swing that car key on stage
3: you know how much was the car key 150 pounds and how much for the car 180. so interesting because I so that jumps okay so is that they're the real facts are they yeah because to me comedically the car key should doesn't it want to be worth more than oh the car? Hang on, let me, let me think about this.
6: Oh, hell, the £180 car key. I went on to webuyanycar.com. They'd only offer me 150 for the car. No, That's... I did it the other way around. 150. Yeah, yeah. I, did it. I didn't do it that way. I went £150 car key. They'd only offer me 180 for the car.
3: So it, I'd love to know what the difference in by changing those would be because is it funny if it's worth more than the car? Well, I think just £30 more is still kind of... Yeah. I'd love points. to know the, the difference in that, whether that would sort of jump it well, up or, or not. Think,
6: again, it was another thing where you could swing it, almost like... Yeah, you know, yeah. You know what it's like, swinging these keys in front. And, um, but then I got a new car, right? And I started feeling fraudulent on stage, still making out that I had a T-Reg Polo, and this was still a thing. So talking about whether or not you're happy to do something and lie on stage... Yeah, I think it's what's the sort of the, the line, if you like. Mm. And um, uh, yeah, once after a while, I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore because I've got um, a new Polo. This is obviously pre-Skoda.
3: Oh, OK. So so you so when when the, the, you didn't have that issue, you just didn't want to do it anymore. It became
6: less hard to sell it on stage. It became more like a performance than an actual. Because at one point I was absolutely, you know, apoplectic about this 150 pound car. Right. Thing yeah, yeah. So i went on stage and i was literally i remember
3: you really went for it when you did it
6: yeah all oh, hail the 150 pound khaki and i know what you're thinking does it um i know what you're thinking does it does it does it uh does it rub your shoulders on the drive home does it stop at the services and buy you a cup of tea when you get back does it does it go and put a, uh, some cocoa in a cup and serve it to you in bed with a couple of biscuits no it does none of those things it doesn't even open the boot
3: yeah, that's, I remember like that. that. real furiousness. And I couldn't really keep doing that when I was, you know. So when, so with the boot line, did you start... The first time we did it, were just like, and it doesn't open the boot? And then you go... Because that build-up is really worse. The more stuff you're listing yeah. Yeah. and irate rate you're getting. Because I remember seeing you do the boot line, it would always hit really hard after that rant. Because it's such a, yeah. a rug pull of... That's such a pathetic thing that it doesn't even <laughs> open the boot.
6: What have I done, God?
3: To deserve an
6: ornamental boot. Nothing goes in, nothing goes out. It's like North
1: Korea.
3: Right.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month.
5: yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Yeah, this is a... This is a a trip, trip down memory lane, mate.
6: Yeah, it's a trip down memory lane, isn't it? Um, you can't show off when you're taking a quiche out of the oven. I don't care if you pull a handstand, wrap your cock around the oven door handle, pull it open, reach in with your feet and parade it into the dining room whilst whistling Dixie. It's a fucking quiche. <laughs> There's nothing to show off about. Did you get birth <laughs> it? No, exactly. It's a quiche. No, obviously, at some point, I assume <laughs> I went somewhere, and someone made a a, a display of removing yeah, the, a the a big
3: other deal out of it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a quiche. It's just a quiche. I like yeah. the word quiche. It's a it's a good comedy word, I think. Quiche.
6: Oh yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, it's like well, it's like um, castor Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? You know, it's uh... here's another piece, another another. Thought. Who invented the rating system of duvets? The tog.
3: Yeah. Is that the bit? That's, the That's bit. it. That's it. Like I said, just... <laughs> so that you wrote down, and you were like, I just haven't, you haven't done anything with it.
6: Yeah, no, that was it. Just, uh, you know, most of these things are stuff that never really sort of... Uh, that, that never I don't been... even
3: know anything about duvets and togs. I don't even know
6: what to- a tog means. What's well, a good... quite, what... the point. What is what... a tog? Yeah, what, 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 what constitutes uh, a, a, a tog? What is a tog? <laughs> and then I, I've, oh, I'll tell you another bit I've recently found out. is that Because I used to do a thing about the um, paper straws, you know, plastic straws being replaced with paper straws. Mm. um yeah and i said uh, oh that's uh because everyone knows that nothing compliments an ice cold gin and tonic after a hard day at work more than a mouth of paper mache does it <laughs> and then i was doing that down in the backyard yeah uh last week in bethnal green and do you know what they had on the there's a new um new straw out and it they had them on the bar so in the which sort of undermined me they're made out of pasta oh yeah so this is the new thing now is it's um that's just penny, isn't it? It's <laughs> a yes, really long penny. Really long penny pasta in, in in a store, <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I that sort of blew me out of the water on that one.
3: But 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 so you are you thinking people are subconsciously noting this and in their heads so they wouldn't laugh. Yeah, because I would if I was unless. So was it obvious on the bar where it said there was a bo- there was two boxes of them, and it said on it well, like in big.
6: Like drinking straws, yeah, you know, brand new environmental drinking straws.
3: Someone said, sends- but where did it say about the pasta? Because that could still be paper. No, you can see that you they look like brown pasta, do they? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. weird. And I was like, you and pass- if and if you have a like a, a hot drink, then you've got a little snack afterwards. Yeah, That's true. I wonder what happens if you do, yeah, you boil it. There you go, that's a bit. That's that can be something it in it. You've you rescued that, Mark, because yeah. you can also do the paper bit and then go. And everyone's against me. They've now invented this. So the Do you know what I mean? So the bit doesn't yeah.
6: so that well, bit's redundant. What I wanted to do with the plastic straws bit is develop it because um I I've got two boxes of plastic straws that I bought when I went to um uh Belgium, right? And they were I saw them in a in a dollar in a dollar in a euro shop. And really what I should have done is jam-packed a suitcase full of them, right? Because you can't, you can't get them now, plastic straws. <laughs> but, so I thought it might be funny but to... Um,
3: Smuggle in plastic.
6: Well, to, to sell them to audience members. Because you know, like, that old-fashioned... You open up your coat and you've got a load of watches on the yeah, inside. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That'd be really funny. It
6: might, fun, it might be funny to have a, a, a
3: yeah. roll of plastic straws. Just the fact that it's the same, It's like, that's now contraband. Who'd have yeah. thought this day like. Plastic straws would be contraband.
6: Try and sell them like, you know, drug, like, that'd, be a,
3: that'd be a really funny laugh, I think, when you open this thing up.
6: So I guess finally, is the thing that what I'm trying to do now is, is the Final Facts chat, if you want to do the, you know... That's yeah. My, yeah, yeah. My, my idea about... Um... So what are you working on at the moment? So what I'm working on at the moment is um, I was... My parents asked me to clear out the loft because they were going to move. And mm. then... Uh, uh, Covid hit and that never happened. So the yeah. only outcome was that I threw away all my childhood memories. But I found a, a <laughs> file of facts, including
3: what? What were your childhood memories?
6: All my exercise books from school, which granted, I probably was never going to look at again.
3: Yeah, I wrote right. a joke about exercise books a while, yeah, ages ago. About they've never got any ex, like they don't have exercises in, do they? Do, do no. you know? What I mean, there's something in an exercise book and it be like a, from my personal trainer or P, it should be PE shouldn't it exercise weirdly isn't it that that's that it. the only the only yeah. lesson you don't yeah. have an exercise book is PE that's it I quite there like that have that
6: mate you can have that on me <laughs> <laughs> he's writing it in his phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it is it's, an, it's that is certainly noteworthy that the only Subject at school where you don't have an exercise book is PE. You
3: should yeah. definitely throw that one out, Mark. See what happens. When are you next out? Uh got a couple of days' rest and then back on Friday. There you go. Great stuff. So uh, my, and my transformer
6: toys, all my transformers went. And as we know, I, I did, you know, clear out my resting figures. I sold them, but there isn't a day goes past when I don't regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Not one day. Um but I've got this file of fax and I thought, great, I'll put all my jokes. Oh you in found it. You found the yeah, file facts. facts. Yeah, because I used to be a business consultant for a bit and we used to make bespoke file of facts. So I had this sort of sample file of facts, and um I thought, oh I'll put all my jokes there in alphabetical order mm. into it. So you sort of like a, yeah, like a like a file of fun, if you will. And then I started thinking, well, actually, would it be funny if I was like so desperate to find a, a niche or a brand for myself, to distinguish myself from all the other, you know, white blokes on the circuit, that I was the guy with a fighter fax. And it just looks really desperate. But but again, it's that sort of, I, I, I might've mentioned to you, I, I saw John Gordillo once on stage with a notebook and I just loved it.
3: I just loved it. <laughs> so funny. So, I, so I had this, um. So that was so, part, because I see, you see, actually, if they're trying stuff all the time with notebooks, but this was part of his proper set. He yeah, was... yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. This was part of his proper set. I don't even think he looked in it, actually. Or maybe I know what it was. He was reading a couple of pieces out. He was using it to read a couple of pieces. Oh, OK,
3: out. yeah, yeah.
6: I think there was, he was doing something about reviews at the time, so he could read the reviews out of his book. Yeah. But it was almost like the way he held it. And it was sort of like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I just, you used the word that I told you, distinguished, didn't you? yeah right yeah and as i'm you know now 42. yeah it's yeah you know, maybe that's so i've got this filofax and i want to find out ways of making the filofax part of the gig yeah and one of the things is I, like, you know one of they, they say the pen's mightier than the sword but it's not as mighty as a lead-lined filofax so it's sort of like becomes i've weaponized it which is a bit <laughs> like the um the, the coat
3: the jacket Remember the defence jacket from? Yeah, Michigan. yeah, yeah. So, would you go into it saying about being concerned about, you know? Yeah,
6: I'm for the mean streets of Plymouth, mean streets of uh, East London. You know. Yeah, yeah. And you, you, have know, you, got to have your wits about you. Yeah. And you, you can't go out with a crossbow because you know I bought the crossbow, didn't I, at the beginning <laughs> of the first lockdown? Are you meant to but say I that on this?
0: That,
6: yeah, because it's legal. I got it. Off, I got it off the website. <laughs> so tell us about that. Well, isn't it that, funny? Well, here's the thing. Isn't it funny how you can't buy a plastic straw, <laughs> right? You can't buy a crossbow with an £80, um, what do you call that? Pressure. So w- when we went into lockdown last year, yeah. I I had a list of 10 points that I wanted to, you know, fulfil. And one of them was was defence in case society collapsed. <laughs> Did you so have a little breakdown, Danny? So I, no, it's just a <laughs> preparation, Channel. Prep. Yeah, of course. I've, I've and thought I said, I got myself an axe. <laughs> I thought, what might I need if society collapses? I thought, I definitely need an axe. <laughs> Black Widow catapult and the crossbow. Now, the crossbow came and I shot it once under the sofa into a box. <laughs> and it went through both sides of the box into the skirting board, and I've never touched that crossbow again. It's, just it's still sticking out of the skirting board. It's, still, it's just too terrifying. <laughs> and they sell you these and not a plastic straw, right? So the idea was, is that I can't go out with the filofax, I can't go out with the um, crossbow, but right. if we are, you know, if it, I don't, but you need some sort of defense.
3: Mm, mechanism. yeah. So, got and
6: you. So, I, so you put a nice piece of lead
3: down the back of the filofax. So- <laughs> So, okay, so you're walking along, you've got your bag on there's a mugger.
6: Yeah, you're carrying the facts.
3: Oh, you're carrying the facts. Oh, you always carry the facts, yeah. Okay. But it's hiding, it's
6: hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Because they just think it's a facts. They well, don't know. They know. don't know what a facts is, Danny. Well, there is that as well. <laughs> Maybe they do a diary for the, for the purposes of this, uh, you know, um, a business organiser perhaps. But that might make you look more muggable. You're a businessman well let them think that mark because what they don't know is there's a nice piece of lead down the back So when they come for you bah! they won't know what hit them well they'll know it's a final fact perhaps but they won't know it's lead lined. but i couldn't find any lead so i've put a um a, a bathroom tile down there which i hope will have a similar effect
3: you also i hope there's a no police list into this because they like, is that if they found that? Is that dodgy?
5: Hmm. You could say
3: you've put it in there just to keep it in shape. What I'd say is, you need something to <coughs>
6: lean on, don't you? You need, to, when you're writing, great it, stuff. You need something to lean on. He's so you've oh. got that, I just slotted it down. Officer, officer, if you tried to
3: write. Officer, like, you look like you're having trouble writing all this down in that notepad of yours. Can I <laughs> recommend? Yeah.
6: You know what it's like. You get to your last piece of paper in your notepad. Yeah. You're almost trying to write, you're trying to use your hand as a, as a clipboard and it's, you put your pen through the piece of paper. I just put a nice tile down the back, officer, just to, so I you know, didn't have that problem. Yeah. So have you, if I didn't know this bloke like, Blake was going to jump me. Before I knew it, I just slammed it into his nose. Case closed, nothing to answer.
3: So did you, so have you have you done anything to do with this on stage yet?
6: I've taken up Filofax on stage every single time but, I've given. But, but have you done the lead bit? Yes, and how
3: do you get the laugh from the lead bit? Well, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> because
6: to be frank, people looked half perplexed and half a little bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then the idea is what I want to develop. Oh, didn't I'm I think there. of a joke? Didn't I think of a joke off
3: of it? What was the joke I thought? I wrote it down. Ironically, in the file of facts,
5: but I don't know. What it is.
3: They were hit by hard, they've been hit by hard, hard facts. facts. Hit by hard facts. Yeah.
6: yeah. So then the idea is that you just, you know, you're sort of coming across as a bit of a loon, right? A bit of a loon. Yeah, that's I, the, yeah. I've got, I've got the four color pen in my hand and I say, well, actually this is like, you know, I'm I'm, oh, I'm sort of a security guard for the area. If you almost, in fact, I'm like a one person emergency service because I did a um did a one day, uh, first day course back in 2006. So, you know, I can perform an emergency tracheotomy. <laughs> I've already got the pen. All I need is a willing neck. In fact, you can even choose your own colour of entry wound, which is not a sentence that you hear every day.
3: <laughs> so this is so so. This is all very dependent on them getting over this character. This like a yeah. character of this guy's a bit eccentric and
6: yeah. That's and you're right. And that is hard sometimes to come across, isn't it? In a in a which you
3: set actually class. come across more like when you're comparing. That's just sort of that you. But I've last seen, I haven't seen you do a set for ages actually. But that is, you do naturally give that a vibe.
6: <laughs> well, because it is, I guess, and it's probably
3: is an extension of,
6: of me in a way. Yeah, isn't of course.
3: It? That's I, where you're at your best, I think.
6: Because I grew up in Plymouth, you know, it's a bit salty down there. I, I was always sort of brought up to have a plan of how you're going to defend yourself.
3: Yeah. So, you know, it is sort of, a, sort of legit. Um, and I it- once tried to write a joke in about nunchucks just so I had a reason to carry some nunchucks around. <laughs>
6: And that's what we were discussing: is that would that be a legal?
3: Defense? Yeah, if it's if it's a prop in a show, can you carry something that's you're not really allowed to carry? Yeah,
6: it's if you can like, prove
3: it, if you have got a video of you with doing the joke, are you allowed to use that as a prop? Maybe there is someone listening who can you know who can who can, um, tweet in that jokes with Mark. Let, let us, us know.
0: Let us know. Are you
3: lawyers like, in.
6: Yeah. C- can you? Yeah, is that possible? But. um I guess sort of for the purposes of this podcast, the discussion of the difference between emceeing and doing a set and how mm. actually sometimes it's easier to be more yourself when you're emceeing. Yeah. And this, the trick is, can you take that emceeing style,
3: that lightness of touch, if you like, yeah. and apply it to doing a set? See, I think it's, e. would it be easier to do it as a Edinburgh show? Because when you walk on in the Edinburgh, you are in that kind of, warm me up kind of mode at the beginning so that actually would work nicely I think whereas when you're doing a club 20 you're meant to go in and go bang 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 bang. yeah absolutely so it's working out how to be able to do
6: that and then you know I, I guess it's always we talked in this t- today about the tap and the you know the pieces I bought and the props on stage and, you know I said I've got this uh, music stand oh yeah 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 you know, and I, I mean yes you know, so I come on stage with the music stand you, you were saying how I could say, you know, um, oh, someone's,
3: someone's uh, been busy. Someone's learned a new skill in... Uh, uh... A new skill during lockdown. so a... obviously it's making them think you're going to get a whip out of violin or something.
6: Yeah, but you go, um, oh, someone's learned a new skill during lockdown. How to buy things. 3am drunk, on... drunk on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think and, that'll work. And then this, and then the music stand just sticks there until you pull out your, your file yeah, and then at some point you just put your Filofax on it <laughs> and they realise that you've got it just
3: to rest your Filofax on it could that's the um, if, it, if that's what's happened could that be how you, oh I just put oh my earphones out could could um, could you work in because a Filofax is such a weird thing to have it does yeah. seem like something you might buy drunk yeah again like could that be a, a link in with you know how you everything's put together yeah it could well be because you again, are because also you've got the cross crossbow <laughs> you've, got, you've got the lead it's all things that you could it, and that's very much you because every time i come to your house you have another gadget <laughs> or something you've bought that you probably won't ever use yeah it's an,
6: it's an addiction it is it's, it's actually it's not to be laughed at actually mark oh sorry. yeah i wasn't it's, laughing it's a, danny sorry it's um it's a serious addiction <laughs> it's an affliction <laughs> Because you do know the thing about buying stuff is that it releases dopamine into your brain. Mm. There's basically three ways of releasing dopamine into your brain, from uh, chocolate, yeah, sex, yeah, and buying things. What if you and buy it,
3: chocolate and sex? <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke there. There we go. This is
6: what you're here Write for, Mark. Down. Write that down. Listen, I have never, ever paid for chocolate. <laughs> that's very good.
3: <laughs> I like that. That's good, Daddy. Oh well, well Dad. Well done.
6: So, um, where so, was so, I going with this? Oh, yeah. So, the idea about the final backs, of course, is it all plays into this idea also that it's the it was better in the olden days. And I know that's again right. a bit of a trope thing, but it's it's the it's the antithesis of of, of social media you mm. know, it's, people you, you
3: d- and that is really you because you don't like social media do you
6: no i don't
3: know no, But I you don't. need to start utilizing it don't you danny
6: yes <laughs> so, and then it's like better in the old days i, mean, I know that's it again yeah that's a bit hack but um my friend's got a got a uh theory
3: that could you like- could you sort of if that's the theme through the show but like at the end instead of trying to get them to follow you on social media try and get their addresses for being a pen pal or something yeah. So just take something that was an old-school way of communicating or... Yeah, like letter writing. Yeah.
6: You know, that, that's, that was... Yeah, absolutely. And um, that other idea we had, didn't we, about the, I guess, the overarching Edinburgh show for next year was this maybe the idea of the battery being at 50%. Oh, yeah. Remember? And then we... Throughout the show, the battery power.
3: So in the back, you've got a screen with a battery sign and it's gradually going down. And the, and the uh, 50% is also um, each minute because yeah. the end of show is about 50 minutes. So that works quite nicely. And it gives it a nice poignant end to the show, maybe. So it'd be, I mean, it could be, might be a tough sell to
6: make it really funny, but the idea is that this, this, this never-ending depletion mm. of your battery that can't be recharged and it gets to one minute and zero and the show ends
3: yeah and it's and maybe it's you trying to maybe it's you trying to cram in as much towards the end as you can before it's all done do you know what i mean so you speed up maybe trying to or but then you would you speed up you'd slow down actually because you're getting old but... but your phone doesn't slow down does it it still works at the same pace it's just yeah. you haven't got much left yeah yeah
6: or you go into low power mode so, ah, oh, as we discussed, mm. I could put it into low power mode and then sit down.
3: Yeah, on there the stage go. and not do as this. Yeah, because you can't do as much on low power modes, can you? Because no,
6: it stops. It stops notifications and pushing.
3: Stops notifications. Could there? I don't know. This feels like there's so much you could really go into there. Just find out all the things that the phone does, and then just. But then, and then at the
6: end of the show, do I die? Or do I wait to the last <laughs> night and then die? Or you know, do I do I feign because you know I've got a drama degree, Mark? I could pretend to die.
3: You could just fall on the floor. But how are you going to hold the bucket at the end? The ghost kick the bucket.
6: I could I could come back. I could put a white sheet.
3: I <laughs> <and> go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Tell <laughs> hey, you what though, it's funny, funny though, silly.
6: Funny, wouldn't it? Lights out, blackout. I'm acting like I'm going to be somewhere where I can do a blackout, right? (laughs) (laughs) There's every chance I'm going to be lit by an Argos desk lamp next year, right? But um, blackout, and I'm standing there at the end, yeah, with a white sheet and...
5: Mm.
6: And, oh, I'm looking for donations for my funeral.
3: (laughs) Is it so morbid? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I feel like you've got some work to do, but I think there's definitely something in that.
6: I've got a year to do it, mate. Yeah, it's it. exciting. Wow, well, you know, it's, uh, yeah, this is it now, isn't it? Missed out on Edinburgh this year. Mm. And last year. Oh, yeah. I've kind, of, I've kind of wiped last year off out of my memory. This is another thing I wanted to do. Maybe this might be the last piece. Mm. Is that think, um, well, the brain has an ability to forget things that are shit. You know, so like, it's hard to remember the last year. So don't
3: worry if you're not enjoying this show.
6: (laughs) So it's hard to remember the last year of lockdown. And that's how why women give birth more than once, because their brain forgets just how painful it was, yeah? Right, yeah. Same reason why you travel on a National Express coach again. (laughs) To Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah, but something that's good.
3: Something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is a a true
6: thing, is that your brain does Mm. get things...
3: And, you, 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 and you've you yeah. already talk, spoken about the, the brain in the chocolate and the shopping, and so there's a, definitely a link there. Yeah. Cerebral. Yeah, lovely stuff. All right, mate, well, let's leave that there, shall we? Yeah. Great stuff. Thanks very much, Danny Ward, for coming on the show again. Friend of the show.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.
5: Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. So?
6: Long-time contributor, first-time listener. (laughs) Don't put that in. That doesn't make any sense.
3: Danny Ward! Woo. <laughs> Hashtag Awooga to Danny Awarder. There he was. There he is. Any feedback about the episode? We'd love to hear it at Jokes with Mark across all social media. Um, just let us know. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember someone gave us some feedback <laughs> after this we last week's podcast and i i i i just want to fill some time while i oh well daryl um mm. he's uh, been listening for a long time to the podcast Oh, this is about the Stuart mitchell one just basically said some part part of the podcast made him spit out his coffee
4: oh good is that disgusting
3: <laughs> um some uh rob bank robber at underscore bank robber underscore uh about the stuart mitchell one as well says lock your door lock your door (laughs) just catching up with the podcast listen to a bit of stuart's boiler having issues and him trying to relate that to something a doctor might have an interest in boilers do have a breakdown nice little touch nice little line there that's good um thank you for that feedback um yeah, I I, mean, I think there was more, but I, I I usually make a note of it and I haven't done. That's okay. Next month. You next be, week, Hey Mark, you've been a busy boy. I I've been I've been quite busy, Joel. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay, isn't it? Um Yeah, I think it's all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your podcast. Yeah. It's my it's our podcast, Joel. It's everybody that listens podcast. This is a podcast yeah. for the people. Um You're welcome. And if you are enjoying the podcast, i tell you what, we haven't said this for a while. What really helps a podcast, and we would really love it, if you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review mm. that, and let us know what you think, anything you like, really. If you've got any jokes, stick them in there, whatever. Um, that'd yeah. be really useful. I'd also,
4: I'd, I'd like it if you could tweet me at joe underscore grove, just your favourite vehicles for veg.
3: Vehicles for veg. And then next week, we will report back on other vehicles for veg. That That is I'm, now. I'm,
4: I'm always looking for new ways to get to get the veg well, in. That's... So that's... <laughs>
3: That What's is
4: that, uh, that is
3: a regular feature now. Lock
4: the door, Joe.
3: <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. What was
4: that? The door in my the door slammed in my room. Uh, it's a bit of spooky and spooky <laughs> podcast this this episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually feeling quite terrified. <laughs> anyway, let's and I let's, and I went uh, uh, more on that. Hey, and hmm? a little tease for there. There's more spooky goings on in the Patreon intro. Oh, is there? We got some more spooky yeah. stuff. Excellent. Well get
3: over to patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark, get signed up and uh, find out what Joel's going on
4: about. Um anything more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more from me, Mark.
5: How's the a week everybody? <laughs>